That's the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Lead stories in today's copy of the Daily Dispatch, Thursday the 16th of September. Air ambulances still not flying. There is still no air ambulance service in the Eastern Cape and the DA claims this cost lives during the horror Kai Cuttings crash in August. But Health MEC Nomakosazana Meth has promised helicopters and crews from joint venture service provider Black Eagle and Lely Investments would be deployed on provincial emergency medical service bases by November 1st. Meth said in a reply to a question in the provincial legislature from DA Health spokesperson Jane Cowley that the new service provider would assume duties next month. Also off the front page of today's dispatch, Kamani businessman survives CBD shooting. A popular Kamani businessman was shot outside his mechanical repair shop by a brazen shooter who reportedly wanted to rob him on Wednesday morning. Superbrake owner Johnny Bowles is in hospital and being treated for bullet wounds in his face and arm. And finally, tributes pour in for legendary swimming coach Joe Hillstrom. Revered and doughty East London swimming coach Joe Hillstrom has died aged 71. Tributes poured in from swimmers he coached, often for free if cash was a problem. Hillstrom taught thousands of people to swim and was particularly proud of the time he taught African children in Zimbabwe to swim. Those are your headlines in today's copy of The Daily Dispatch. The Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann continues. We return to our front page story in the Daily Dispatch for today. Still no air ambulances in the Eastern Cape. We did ask for a representative from the department to join us on the podcast this morning. Uh, Unfortunately, they were all unavailable for selection. We are, however, joined by Jane Cowley, MPL, member of the provincial legislature and the DA Eastern Cape Shadow MEC for Health. Jane, thanks for joining us. Easy question to start with. I thought that there was a stage at which we had air ambulances in the Eastern Cape. When did it stop? Morning, Darren. Thanks very much for inviting me. Um, It stopped when the Black Eagle Ambulance Services Company had the interdict against them um, turned aside, which was in June. And then the the, the interim um, uh, company, which was provided by the NAC National Air Corporation, which was uh, the Red Cross Air Mercy Services, was, um, you know, an interim service for us. And they were told that they had to pack up by the 31st of July this year. So from the 31st of July until now, we have absolutely no air service in the province because the Black Eagle services, despite having the interdict against them overturned, are not ready to deliver the service. Okay, I find this a little confusing. I'm presuming they want a tender process in which they would have indicated they're ready to take over the service. Um, Someone objected. There was an interdict that was overturned. So the, 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 the ball is now very much in the Black Eagles Ambulance Services Court. When are they likely to start with the air ambulances again? Yes, you are historically correct. There was, there was a tender process in 2018. Black Eagle Services did win the tender. I'm surprised that they did, quite frankly, because they were non-compliant. National Air Corporation knew that they were non-compliant and they had the interdict placed against them. They then did the interim service for the province. Um, According to the parliamentary response that I got to my question, they will resume the service on the 1st of November only. In the question, however, they said that the company said they needed 60 days lead time in order to be able to operate, 
which I find very strange because in June already, when the judge overturned the interdict, they had said, or they had cited the, the vast expense they'd gone to, to equip their helicopters, to train all their, their personnel. So one would have assumed that they were ready for action. Now sure. it turns out that they're not. Sure. And we're waiting until the 1st of November. What are motorists or people who are in need of this service supposed to do between now and then? Well, apparently they must just wait for a ground service to come and attend to them. And herein lies the, the, the major problem, because we know that according to the population in our province, which is a plus minus six and a half million people, we should have one ambulance per 10,000 people. So theoretically, we should have at least 650 ambulances serving this province. There are currently about 440 ambulances. However, about 140 of those are in for repairs. So we only have about three ambulances on the ground in the province. And you know how vast our province is. Sadly, what is happening is that such as a terrible accident in the car cuttings in August, yes. people are not getting to the hospitals in time. Critical patients will be losing their lives. Well, this is what I don't understand. If ground services are, are attending to the accidents and that's deemed sufficient, what's the need for the air ambulance in the first place? Yes, exactly. Um, look, we definitely do need an air service. So the, the Department of Health have literally turned, uh, talked themselves into a corner because you can't possibly attend to critically, you know, patients with critical um uh, injuries mm. by wait, letting them wait on the side of a road at a car accident for an ambulance to come along mm. from wherever it's based. Um, unfortunately, the ambulance service in this province, despite us requesting it many, many times, has not been decentralised. So you find the bulk of your ambulances in the big centres across the province and not in the areas where they might be required. So the turnaround times are invariably far slower than they could be had the and you know had the emergency service been decentralised to to all the districts. Okay, so as far as the air ambulances go, all we can do is wait for a start date of the first of November, which we hope is not pushed out even further. In terms of uh, what's going on on the ground with the uh, ambulances, um, any comments or thoughts on that? Well, I feel desperately sorry for the emergency personnel because, firstly, they are incredibly short-staffed. Secondly, they don't have their tools of trade. Had we had the right or correct number of amb ambulances to serve the province according to norms and standards, we wouldn't find ourselves in such a dire situation. You know, we in rural areas, a turnaround time of eight hours is not unusual. Sometimes an ambulance pitches up the following day. So we really do have a crisis on our hands. And unfortunately, the financial state of affairs of the health department, as you must be aware, is dire because of all the medical legal claims against them. But it's a catch-22 because they're getting claims against them because of the slow turnaround times, which with pregnant mothers often lands up having a very complicated birth and resulting in cerebral palsy. And most of the claims against the Department of Health are cerebral palsy claims. And the contingent liability against the Department of the Health as it stands is about 37 billion rand, and their budget for the year is only 26 billion rand. I'm going to leave it there, and in uh, closing, just read out the last paragraph of the uh, media release that you, you have put out. In a capable state, this fumbling of tender processes and protectionism would never be tolerated. 
until the tender processes of the Department of Health are transparent and scrutinised for any form of deviation that has occurred to protect certain bidders, our citizens will suffer the consequences of mismanagement and maladministration which they pay for with their lives. Jane Cowley, MPL and DA, Eastern Cape Shadow MEC for Health. Thanks for joining us on Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. What would you do with 50,000 Rand? Win your share of 100,000 Rand when you enter the Daily Dispatch Cashmania competition. You could win the grand prize of 50,000 Rand or one of 20 cash prizes of 2,500 Rand each. The competition closes on the 26th of September 2021 and an entry form is printed at the Daily Dispatch every day. Get your copy of the Daily Dispatch and enter now. Daily Dispatch, local, fearless, empowering you. It's the Daily Dispatch, in discussion with Darren Mann. It's the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Lead story in today's copy of the Daily Dispatch, still no air ambulances for the Eastern Cape. You would have heard earlier in our chat with Jane Cowley, the DA Eastern Cape Shadow MEC for Health, that she also said the situation was fairly dire on the ground. 440 government ambulances available for the entire province, of which around 140 at any given time were usually in for service or otherwise disabled. We thought we'd catch up with uh, one of the private services that run parallel to that which government operates in this uh, sphere. Uh, Jason Lester is the Chief Operating Officer for Alderson's Ambulance. You're one of the oldest private ambulance operators in Buffalo City Municipality, Jason, aren't you? Good morning. Morning, morning, Darren. Yes, that's absolutely right. Uh, we've, we've been around for uh, just over two decades, uh, cemented ourselves within the Eastern Cape, and yeah, we ain't going anywhere. So happy to be on board here. Before we get to uh, what's happening on the ground, just a general comment from your side regarding the no air ambulances at all for the entire Eastern Cape province, a situation that's likely to remain until the 1st of November. Yeah, um, so... Obviously, uh, Black Eagle got the the tender recently. Um, there were a lot of questions around the tender process and the, the machines that they brought in, whether they were appropriately uh, kitted out with equipment and what the, the province needed. Um, I do know that AMS covered, a, covered the service um, while this was all in court, which recently they've pulled out. So currently we have no air support um, from a rotary wing perspective, helicopters. Uh, nor is there a fixed wing dedicated to DOH. So it's a big problem in our province. You have a, a fixed wing that's equipped to assist in a situation like this. Have you made it available? Yes. So we, we have the only fixed wing actually along the, the coast as a whole, uh, stretching between Cape Town and Durban. Um, it's a King Air 100 uh, equipped and, and readily available. We have made it available um, to, to the province and to DOH. Um, and it is used sporadically for mainly neonates going to Cape Town, but not used enough, in my opinion. Let's turn our attention to what's going down on the ground. 440 active government ambulances, according to Jane Cowley. She says of those you, you'll usually find in the region of 140 uh, aren't able to operate for one other reason. Uh, how does this affect private services such as yourself? Yeah, so there is a healthy relationship between Department of Health and private services, yeah, in East London in particular, that we do um, assist when when fleet is down or when staffing is, is limited. 
Um, so we, we do pick up where, where we need to um, uh, obviously want to authorize to do so by the correct channel. But it is a massive concern, the, the maintenance, the, the authorization of repairs. Um, one just has to drive past VW in East London and look at all the VW crafters sitting in the, in the yard there waiting for authorizations for repairs. So it's a massive problem and it, 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 it's debilitating for, for the service as a whole, for the, the province as a whole. How do you find it happens in practice? Uh, are you guys likely to get to a scene before uh, one of the government ambulances or is it much of a muchness? No, I, I think it depends on your business model. I mean, for us, we, we focus a lot on, on the transfers, on hospital visits, on, um, on doctor's rooms and, and primaries and outlying areas. Uh, so accidents, we don't attend a lot to, but generally speaking, you know, the, the bus accidents and the car cutting comes to mind recently, uh, where all services were there, there were sufficient resources. Um, so often we do get to scenes and both parties are there simultaneously. Any thoughts on how motorists, the public and folk who need medical assistance uh, in outlying areas, how they should be dealt with between now and the given start date of November 1 by Black Eagle Ambulance Services? So, I mean, generally speaking, the channels would remain the same. Um, obviously, the Trans Sky is a big catchment for, for airlifting of patients. Um, so the, the channel would remain the same to go through the Department of Health call center, which is extremely efficient. Uh, you know, you, when we're reading uh, articles, they, they're highly rated. So go through those channels. Uh, it then gets case managed appropriately where the road or air ambulance is activated. Um, and hopefully the courts can activate and, and sort this mess out with the air tender as soon as possible. With that in mind, we'll make it your last question for today. When the court overturned the interdict against Black Eagles ambulance services, we very much got the idea that they were ready to be up and running within a matter of days. Instead, they now require not 60, but 90 days lead time in order to begin operations. From where I'm sitting, that seems extremely unusual. Your comment? Uh, Darren, unfortunately, the Eastern Cape is tarnished with poor tender processes. I mean, one, if they didn't have the equipment and the machines, how were they allowed to tender in the beginning is a question I've asked myself a few times. So they might be a, a well-run company, but in terms of scrutinizing or scrutineering the, the tender process, should they have been allowed to tender and be awarded in the beginning if they needed three months to then get their act together after the court case? Um, so these are all questions I unfortunately don't have answers to, but uh, a lot of people within the industry are asking these questions at the moment. We'll hopefully have answers to those questions and others before long. Jason, thank you so much for joining us from Alderson's Ambulance. It's the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Closing off today with a huge round of applause and congratulations to the Daily Dispatch Sports Trivia Team, who won the Eastern Cape leg of the annual Supersport Media Quiz. They now qualify for the national finals. Well done, guys. That was the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.